0: I am pleased to welcome into the KBCS studio this afternoon, Kirk Reese. Since arriving in Puget Sound 23 years ago, Kirk has been delighting many of us with his heartfelt songs and slick picking. He is a longtime member of the bluegrass band Dysfunction Junction and also regularly plays with the Grit City Pickers. Kirk's solo record is called Rush Lake, and it was released in 2015, and it's filled with all the things that make country music so sweet, family and humor, some heartbreak, and a whole lot of heart. And I'm told, and we'll find out soon enough, that there is a new album on the way this year. But in the meantime, you can catch Kirk play live this Saturday with the Grit City Pickers at the Spanish Ballroom in Tacoma, and also join a solo all-ages show at the Yoked Brewery in Port Orchard on Sunday the 27th. But right now, you can just hang out with us and listen to them. This is Kirk Reese, 91.3 KBCS.
1: All right. Thanks a lot, Ian. Really appreciate you having me out. Um, Been working on some new stuff, so I'm going to do some new songs that are not on the album. And uh, yeah,
2: we'll chat a little bit more in a little bit. Here we go. In the highlands of shoreline all the people think they're so fine with their money and big houses trying to keep everyone out. If you ask me, have you been there? I'd say yes, sir, but I was nowhere doing nothing. When well, they found me Called the cops hauled me out You must be doing something wrong If you got so much to hide Come on take a look now From the other side I don't know what you're scared of Or what you gonna do If someone comes around To take a look at you Well I guess they Know the president and they must think that they're heaven and sand up on their high hill looking down at us and everything they do is just a big old fuss when i went there they wouldn't talk to me but they all came out just to look and say, you must be doing something wrong if you got so much to hide Come on, take a look now From the other side I don't know what you're scared of Or what you're gonna do If someone comes around Take a look at you Bring your money, buy a big house, start acting funny Lock the front door, don't let no one in You just sit back in your fancy chair and grin I guess you made it, and your dreams come true You think everyone wants to be like you doing something wrong if you got so much to hide Come on, take a look now from the other side I don't know what you're scared of or what you're gonna do if someone comes around to take a look at you Well, I don't know what you're scared of or what you're gonna do if someone comes around to take a look at
0: you 913, KBCS listening to Kirk Kreese here live in the studio
2: alright here's another new one for you it's probably the newest song that I finished not too long ago My race, all oh, the way I was born. All that I know is I'm feeling alone. I sang a song of self deprecation, make me feel better, but it ain't working. I'll write you a letter, tell you I'm fine, in spite of this song. I get angry I lose my coup. Cool. I always end up looking the fool I try to be happy I try to be kind can't it be a pacifist without peace in my mind sing a song of self deprecation make me feel better but it ain't working I'll write you a letter tell you I'm fine I'm okay, I'm getting along Some people don't like me, I don't know why I guess we don't, see eye to eye Could I just try, see things their way Maybe I got nothing to say Sing a song Make me feel better, but it ain't working. Write you a letter, tell you I'm fine. In spite of this song, I'm moving. 9-1-3
0: 913 one 3 KBCS Roots Rock and so we are live in the studio with Kirk Reese. You can catch Kirk uh, performing this Saturday with the Grit City Pickers at the Spanish Ballroom in Tacoma and then doing a solo all-ages show at the Yoked Brewery in Port Orchard this coming Sunday as well. Kirk, thank you uh, so much for coming in today and welcome uh, back into the KBCS studio. It's been a minute.
1: Hey, thanks Ian. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, it's it's good to be here. I think you're the, might be the hardest working man in the radio business these days. You know what you're on all 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 week, and then you get up on Sunday morning and do it too.
0: <laughs> is, is that me on Sunday mornings? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it might be. It might be.
1: I don't know. I was here one time, <laughs> and I I barely remember that either. But I know what happened. That's what they tell me.
0: <laughs> well, it is a pleasure to have you have you back in uh, Kirk, uh, and you, you you yourself have been uh, staying pretty busy. It's been a minute since we've had a new record, however. So I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh, I love hearing these new songs. These are the first time uh, I've actually heard these songs, and. Uh, what, what what can you tell us about it? Do we have a we have a new record in our near future, or where where are we at with that?
1: Yeah, I think you outed me a little bit, Ian. So uh, uh, there's there's uh, I do my best. <laughs> enough uh, enough, almost enough. I'm, I got just a couple more songs I need to finish, and I think uh, that's the goal is to to get these songs done. And I'm I'm pretty close to being there. And uh, I, it's been a little while now, but I talked to Michael Conley over at MTC Studios, and mm-hmm. sounds like he might be willing to have me back to do another one he did a real good job on the last one and uh i got some good folks hopefully that can come back and make me sound real nice and back me up and uh yeah so i think i think it's about time to, to to get it done
0: Your first record, uh, Rush Lake. If I were to sort of talk about it, um, it, there's a lot of uh, sort of sort of home and hearth and heart in that record. There's there's you know there's some uh, heartbreak and all sorts of other things. But one of the through lines through Rush Lake is the connection to your family, uh, the connection to music throughout your family. Listening to a couple of these new songs right here, uh, what uh, Island Blues and the the song is self deprecation. In some ways, it feels like there there's a little bit more of a, just and like I said, I'm just hearing them for the first time, but. I'm hearing sort of, you know, a a slight change of perspective, a slight change uh, in in maybe where the songs are coming from and what you are singing about, Uh, specifically there on the island, blues, uh, taking sort of a a wider lens, uh, at or perhaps uh, the best way to put it is our polarized world. Where where did that song come from?
1: Well, that's actually a true story. So it's the the Highland. There's Mm -hmm. a place up in, uh, it's called the Highlands, I think technically of Shoreline. I used to live up on Bitter Lake in North Seattle. And uh, I went for a walk and went off the trail a little bit, see what I could do out in the woods, and ended up in a in, in a place kind of like out of a fairy tale. I was, didn't know where I was and couldn't get out. And uh, all of a sudden, a bunch of people showed up and were kind of looking at me real funny. And then uh police car showed up and told told me I was not, in a place that I should be and kindly, thankfully, and, uh, and show me the exit. And uh yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that, that's of my newer songs, that one I've had written a while back. Um, You know, it's been, it's been a while since that last album. So I've kind of been working some of the songs, some of the new songs aren't as new that that uh, last song I played was pretty brand new. Um But it, so just, yeah, just kind of, I think, that divide a little bit of the haves and the have-nots, and uh, you know some of the people that, uh, yeah, I don't, don't don't want the people that don't look right or don't have the right things around them, and you know I think, yeah, I don't know, you know, it's just if we can all come together, I think a lot, a lot could change, but.
0: It's you know the the polarization. It's interesting seeing how it's reflected. On one hand, you know you can feel, depending on you know where you're coming from and uh, perhaps uh, what you look like, that could be an irritation uh, and and sort of like you know and and sort of a a point of anger. Uh, On another hand, uh, it could be just a real point of fear uh, as well, and and you can find yourself in an awful lot of danger uh, as you come into some of uh, you know some community that uh, you you are quote unquote, supposedly not supposed to be in. Uh, what was it? Was it more irritation or anger or was there sort of an element of fear there as the, uh, cruiser kind of rolls up to you?
1: Um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't feel too feared. I mean, I think, I think it could be different if I look different. Um, mm. you know, I, I, I was, you know, I said what happened, you know, I was like, cause it's, it's basically a gated community with no gates, but, you know you, you there's one gate one way in one way out unless you're like in the woods wandering around um so yeah i mean i it was just it was more for me you know being a, a you know white dude it was more of a what's it was just kind of strange you know to be like all of a sudden pop out of the woods and you're like well there's like this house that there's these houses that are it's you know it's kind of like you wandered out into the country a little bit and yeah so it was it was more surreal than anything I think for me and then it was like you know luckily that the cop you know I told him my story and I was like I, I, I don't mean to be here that's the line in there I was like I was nowhere doing nothing <laughs> you know I was basically that. I was wandering around and ended up someplace that I didn't even know existed
0: yeah 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 there's 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 you know there there's something in the water <laughs> there's something in the air uh that that i'm i'm hearing uh I don't and Lord knows I I listen to an awful lot of music uh, but I was talking about this actually on the air yesterday there is the um, Oliver Anthony song that's been kind of cruising up the charts the Richmond North of Richmond uh, which uh, as we talked yesterday sort of punches down on people um, when uh, perhaps he means to punch up and there's been a lot of think pieces about this as well that have come out over the past uh, couple of weeks Uh, but I was really affected by what Billy Bragg uh, did a couple of days Ago, he wrote a new song, sort of in response to it. And one of the things that uh, Billy did was to give this singer the benefit of the doubt that uh, perhaps he doesn't really mean to punch down. Perhaps he means to. uh, uh, Perhaps, perhaps his, you know, songwriting was was clumsy rather than malicious in that sense. And so, I'm hearing through Billy's song through. Oliver Anthony's song through, uh, the song that we just listened from you, sort of this extension of, uh, the polarization, uh, of the sort of the haves and the have nots. Um, but it gets real messy, you know, it gets real messy in terms of, uh, which way that is coming out on it. So when you're, when you're writing a song like that, um, and you're not punching down, uh, what does that process look like for you in terms of, you know, where, where, do, where do you anchor your humanity? Where do you anchor your heart so, you're, so you are uh, expressing it in a, in a more appropriate way as you did uh, versus, you know, maybe some of these other songs that are just, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to slam on the guy. I don't know him, but yeah, where, yeah to talk, talk to us about the heart of, of, of your songwriting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I've heard about that song, but I've not heard the song, so I don't know exactly what he says, but I, I think I get the gist of it. And I think, you know, I think that the idea of the song, there probably is something behind it. You know, it's like, you know, the rich people and the poor people and that, and then, you know, there's, not, you know, not every have is a bad person for sure, you know? And uh, I think... You know, I think for me, it's just kind of this story and sort of like like I said, for me, it was more surreal than the absurdity of you know, someone walking down your street that they need to like be handled with, with the police instead of just having a conversation and I think that's, you know, I don't yeah, I don't, you know I don't necessarily like to judge people, you know I mean, I think, I think in some ways it's like a story it's my story and so I think that there's some judgment because it it makes a good song and, you know, makes a point. Uh, But I think, you know, that's not something that, yeah, to like punch down. It's like, you know, if I was able to have a conversation with someone, I think it looks different. And I think, you know, we were chatting earlier before we started about online and, and stuff like that where it's like, the conversation isn't being had between two people it's a conversation of people yelling at each other Mm. online with like oh like you know the people that support this and like they say he's right and now you know he's he's famous you know facebook famous and songs and i don't like i said i haven't heard him or any of his music and you know maybe he's got some good songs i don't know you know i don't that's just one of those things that i'm don't know about right now so yeah i mean i think trying to get a message out but trying to maybe put it in a way that there's a conversation to be had i think is uh is what i would try for a little bit more and i think like also you know some of the songs that i've written are like a little bit internalized so i I think like most songwriters are you're kind of telling your own story so you've got your perspective and but yeah, I mean, it's 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 good to hear other people's perspective, and I think you know, it's just you're kind of sharing your story, and hopefully, it's something that can be a conversation, and that that you know, more genuine conversation can happen instead of just like angry typing on online or
0: whatever, you know. There, there, there's something there's a, there's a thread there uh, that I'm going to pull at. Uh, bringing up uh, social media and the Internet, on on one hand, you know, it it can quickly get away from you, uh, perhaps uh, in a viral sense. On another hand, you can just sort of be swallowed up in in, in the constant din of the Internet. There is sort of a third way, um, perhaps, to have those conversations. And it's something that you've done for uh, the better part of uh, two decades at this point. Uh, When you first came to Seattle, you did a lot of open mic work and you did a lot of gigging through throughout the uh, Seattle area. What did access to the open mic uh, world of uh, uh, of the city do for you as a musician and as, you know, kind of getting your voice out there?
1: Um, I mean, I think first and foremost, you know, I, I like made a lot of friends, you know, there, I played a, a place at O'Shea's, it's now Kate's pub that, you know, every Sunday for a while I was there. and And so, you know, I met, And then, you know, then through that actually became the Connor Byrne open mic, which kind of blew up a little bit. And, you know, it's I met people like Country Dave and he's, you know, he's on my album. He almost every song he's on there playing pedal still or dobro and uh, Joy Mills and Tom Parker. And I think, you know, people like Jim Hind, you know, that were these elders that were showing up there, too. And so you had a community really and you know it was able to have encouragement for your songs and and support in that and I did, you know, for a while I had a monthly gig up at a place called the Park Pub in North Seattle. Uh, I think that has changed hands and is something different now. But yeah, I mean I think the big thing was community and just being able to get your songs and get feedback from your from your songs. And you know, a lot of the stuff that's on Rush Lake being my first album I'd been writing for a while. So, you know, there's some of that stuff that happened, you know, kind of early on when I first moved to Seattle. So it was a place to kind of share myself this history of, you know, where I come from and, in rural Iowa and, and you know, meet people, meet different people that have different stories and, and have those conversations and, you know, share music and, you know, jam pe- with people and hang out. And, yeah, I mean, I think that's where a lot of my friends and that, you know, as musicians were from that, those open mics. And, you know, I think you get a lot of, you get feedback and encouragement and friends and, you know, it's just, that's a good time. And I think open mic, you know, for people that are maybe newer songwriters just to get out there and do it because I think there's not a lot of judgment. I mean, I think you see new people and you see people fumble through and, you know, people mess up and that's like, Learn from your mistakes and, and I think that's a great way to you know, to work it out and then, you know, eventually get a band together, find people, you know, meet mm-hmm. people.
0: If you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking to Kirk Reese. Uh, Kirk is going to be performing at the Spanish Ballroom this Saturday with the Grit City Pickers and also at the Yoked Brewery on Sunday in Port Orchard doing a solo all-ages show. Kirk, you kind of uh, you, you kind of uh, go back and forth between some solo country stuff and some picking, and you also do a lot of bluegrass work with uh, Dysfunction Junction and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, what... what uh, eh, And if and if I remember correctly uh, from from reading your your bio, you kind of got into bluegrass in the the 1990s, uh, which would have put you as a a pretty young guy at that time. And uh, bluegrass, you know, wasn't wasn't the hip hop (laughs) genre of music of the 1990s that you're going to be hearing on the radio and whatnot. What where did you uh, stumble across bluegrass? Uh, Was it within your family or was it just out in the world?
1: I uh, it was more out in the world so I went to school at Iowa State and there was a band there that was kind of playing around some of the bars and stuff and i it was it's kind of a funny story because so I'd been you know I'd been doing some open mics and stuff and actually playing like I played a little more electric back then and did some jam bands and a lot of improv stuff and you know a little bit of rock and Little mix and had been, you know, sort of got introduced to uh, Towns Van Zandt and John Prine and sort of like was joining that sort of songwriter, thinking about writing songs, playing more acoustic and doing the, some soul stuff. The gateway stuff.
0: drugs of Towns <laughs> and John Prine. But uh,
1: yeah, so this band, they were called the Mule Skinners. There's probably been about 50 bands in the world called the Mule Skinners, but um, they asked a, fr- a good friend of mine to play guitar with them, and he was doing it he was writing a lot and had his own band and he said you know what I want to work on my own stuff but why don't you ask my friend Kirk and I had never never played bluegrass I barely I mean I I played electric guitar for four years before I even picked up an acoustic guitar and uh, yeah and so I I, I played with these guys and they were very patient and like uh, there was a Really cool. He was an older guy; he was about my dad's age. So, I mean, I back then, I have to uh, my maths. But I was, yeah, I was, I was in my twenties, you know, early twenties, and uh, this guy was in his late fifties. But he was a great, great banjo picker, and had played with Bob Black, who was played with Bill Monroe. And uh, my friend didn't play with Bill Monroe, but you know, Bob Black did. And he, yeah, so these guys just kind of showed me rhythm and. At the time, I played with these guys for a couple years, like 98, 99. Um, my first first bigger show, and then we had a couple bars and coffee houses, but we played the uh, Iowa Cattlemen's Association Banquet was our, our big breakthrough <laughs> corporate gig. Um, but yeah, I mean, I played I played rhythm guitar, and I didn't sing. I didn't take any leads, and I didn't sing at all when I played with that band, and I learned a lot about... You know the basics of bluegrass and just kind of fell in love and you know was listening to the other gateway the grateful dead and olden in the way and then you know from there all of that stuff came came to power you know so i really fell in love with bluegrass and then you know went was there was a jam up at connor burn and ballard and uh met some folks there and they had started the band and then their guitar player left and then we'd i'd sat in a couple gigs and then uh yeah they asked me to join the band and for the long time, the joke was, so the band started in, I think, 2003, so it's been almost 20 years, something like that, 19, 20 years, and for while, the while, the joke was I was the new guy, because I'd only been in the band like 12, 13 years, where everybody else had been in a couple years longer than that, but uh, yeah, we just, we keep going, and uh, you know, we we played a festival on Vancouver Island a couple weeks ago, and that was, had a lot of fun, and you know, we're, we're all older, and so we don't like hanging out until... Two in the morning, so we we do some private events and stuff, and show up show up publicly every once in a while. And then, yeah, a couple of years ago, I actually my neighbor from across the street down in Tacoma had been playing with some people, and uh, I jammed with them a little bit, and then started playing actually mandolin with this band, the Grit City Pickers. And so we've been playing a couple of years and doing doing some fun stuff. We had a really random kind of random gig request and ended up opening up for uh, james taylor last summer at a private event well that was pretty cool <laughs> didn't get to meet him but it was that i could still say you know we could all say like, hey we opened for james taylor so that's that, pretty that, cool. yeah it was cool so yeah it's been <laughs> it's a lot of fun and it's it's fun to play mandolin a little bit and get a little bit better at that but i'm been lucky to play at uh, this place called yoke brewery i've been doing it about once a month i've been doing a solo thing up there so i'm trying to get get out that more and book a little bit and who knows i'll hopefully here one of these times i'll get get some backups and maybe put a band together and i mean i think the idea is i don't know the the pandemic for some people i think they had a lot of time but when you got kids and stuff i i I mean i I, i'm not blaming that i i'm (laughs) like a lot of us it's sometimes hard to do even the things you love but yeah it was you know i don't know for some people it's some people that got a lot of creative work done, and I, I didn't. Like I, I can only really blame myself. But it was, I'm, fi- I'm feeling like coming out of it now and really kind of working on, kind of getting some total stuff done and get some songs written, and get the album going, and then you know, try to try to get some motion going with all that.
0: Well, I think there's a lot of truth to that, uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, how time gets spent. Uh, the through line of, of uh, the last uh, 20 years of, uh, or so here of, of community, though, is a beautiful thing. And I applaud that. And I really I really think there's a lot of lessons to be taken from that. And building community around you, it's easy to feel alone. It's it's easy to feel isolated. The pandemic was sort of an exclamation mark of isolation and loneliness for many. And uh, to get out there and uh, continue pushing your music forward is, is, is really important. Uh, and we thank you for doing it. Can we hear another song? I suppose
1: I get another one. Uh, we'll try to do so. In country music, a lot of times you—it's easy to, to focus on the the sad songs and the and some of that stuff. And uh, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a love song here. Wrote this one for my wife Jennifer.
2: When I met you at the show, it was getting late, you know i've been up there singing songs all night we both had had a few and when the night was through all i could say was goodbye later on that summer i got to know you better you brightened everything with your smile and when we got together i couldn't feel much better and oh good god what a night
0: Ain't everything
2: better when we're together. I got you by my side. No matter the weather, I'll love you forever. And everything will be alright. You come from Texas by way of Alaska. You've been all around this whole world. Glad you stop here yeah, I tell you my dear I'm so glad that you're my girl you can paint like a dream like nothing i ever seen using all them colors so bright you know I like it best up in our little nest you painting by the morning light every I got you by my side. No matter the weather, I'll love you forever, and everything will be alright. little spot friends and family all down by the lake you were looking pretty i sang a little ditty, saying you're the only one i want to take as we go through this life i'm so happy you're my wife and mama to some pretty special girls as we carry on i keep singing this song Telling you that you're my world Everything's better when we're together I got you by my side No matter the weather, I'll love you forever And everything will be alright No matter the weather, I'll love you forever and everything
0: will be all right. I know 3KBCS, Roots Rock and Soul. Uh, Kirk Kreese here live in the KBCS studio and uh, a new song there from Kirk called Everything's Better. Kirk uh, will be performing with the Grit City Pickers at the Spanish Ballroom in Tacoma this Saturday and at the Yoked Brewery in Port Orchard an all-ages show this coming Sunday. Kirk, I, I feel like um, we've gone there and back again. It, it feels like a, a bit of a hero's journey. We started with the uh, frightening and dystopian world of gated communities, and we've worked our way back to your little home nest. Uh, that is a, that's, that's a pretty sweet journey, and thank you for uh, coming in and taking us on it.
1: Thanks for having me, Ian. I really appreciate it. And uh, if you want to keep updated on uh, those, those things that, i said are going to be happening uh i have a website kirkreese.com and uh if there's the shows from anything public from dysfunction junction and city pickers and solo it's it's uh any anything i'm playing it's it'll be on there
0: that's beautiful we're gonna leave it with um something from your rush lake record called grandpa's guitar and uh do i understand correctly that you are playing that said guitar
1: Yep, this is the grandpa's guitar. And if, if you happen to have the C D, there's a picture of my sixteen year old dad. Not that my dad's sixteen now, but when he was sixteen <laughs> playing this guitar. So yeah, the grandpa's guitar song is the story of this guitar and my dad and grandpa. And uh yeah, that's what I have with me today. It's an old I don't know exactly your late, late thirties Slingerland arch top.
0: Mm. I sort of love uh, musician uh, guitar origin stories or really any instrument origin story. How did, how did uh, you get your hands on it? Uh, How did they, how did they part with it? Do they, do they, do they lovingly give it to you or did you rest it away and drive to Seattle?
1: Uh, I had known about it for a while and my grandpa had it and the neck was pretty out of whack that the strings were about two inches off the frets. It was that bad. And I asked my grandpa if I could have it. And he said, he said I could. So I went, I went direct to the source. So instead of checking with my dad, I I just asked grandpa if I could have it. And he said I could. So, uh, so yeah, he, uh, actually we had, um, someone from my hometown was moving to Seattle and threw it in the car with him and brought it out here. And so, uh, Got it out here, and then uh, another another person I met through the the open mics and stuff. Uh, great singer songwriter folk guy uh, Michael Guthrie also did a little little work, and he he uh, put the necks and set it straight so I could play it. And yeah, and so I've been.
0: What's the, what's the old line? Level on the level. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Reese, thank you so much for coming. It's All been right. a real pleasure listening to your music and talking with you. And uh, this is. Grandpa's guitar. Catch Kirk at the Spanish Ballroom with the Great City Pickers Saturday night.
2: He got it from the south on the way off war. Say, take this thing from me. I don't need it anymore. If I ever come back from the place I've gone, hope to see saying